It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Welcome back, folks. We have a civil case over prison death. Another story where everybody gets to hear how awesome Huntsville is. And a case of sharing fishing information. You got to watch that. My name's Ike Morgan, and we're down in Alabama. A federal lawsuit has been updated over an inmate's death at William E. Donaldson Correctional Facility in Jefferson County, Alabama, reports AL.com's Sarah White's Kodachek. The lawsuit was filed on behalf of the late Thomas Lee Rutledge's estate and his sister nearly two years ago. An updated complaint was filed in U.S. District Court two weeks ago. The lawsuit claims that Rutledge died in his prison cell as a failed heating system pumped hot air into the mental health unit until Rutledge, quote, was literally baked to death, end quote. The suit claims that on the night of December 7th, with temperatures in the 40s dipping into the 30s overnight, the system's heating loop went over 130 degrees. It claims prison guards knew of the extreme heat, that the prison knew the heating system was broken and that people had previously died under similar conditions, and that many of the inmates, including Rutledge, were on psychotropic medications that made them particularly vulnerable to overheating. It also said that Rutledge was found with a body temperature of 109 degrees with his face out of a window. The suit disputes the autopsy's classification of the death as an accident. Note that a lawsuit tells only one side of a case. The Alabama Department of Corrections declined to comment for this story because of the litigation, but all four officers who are named as defendants have denied responsibility for the death and have claimed immunity from the suit. Rutledge, who was 44, was in prison for shooting two men to death when he was 17. He reportedly had paranoid schizophrenia. The National Association of Realtors has put Huntsville on its list of top 10 markets to watch in 2023, reports AL.com's William Thornton. And making the future look even sunnier is that it's the most affordable of those top 10 areas. Now, this is in a year where nationwide we're likely to see inflation ease and some buyers come back into the real estate market, but high interest rates and continued supply chain issues may limit housing starts. For the top 10, The association took into consideration affordability, the number of renters who are affluent enough to be potential homeowners, information industry jobs, migration gains, and telecommuting. Clearly, you see Huntsville's advantage in most of those categories. Now, all 10 cities on the list are in the South, incidentally, with the Atlanta, Sandy Springs, Marietta area topping the list. Now, if you see a picture of me somewhere on social media or wherever, and I had anything to do with it at all, I'm probably holding a fish. 
And if you ask me where I caught that fish, I'd probably tell you something like the Galleria or Bass Pro Shops or Stone Mountain. I catch all my pompano on Stone Mountain. See, the thing that's going on here, I'm not going to tell you where I caught my fish because I mean this with love. When I get back there to catch another fish, I don't want to see your boat there. Also, line is completely okay in fishing etiquette, but this thing where anglers don't like to give up their honey hole is magnified when it comes to refishing. Those location coordinates have a lot of value. As a matter of fact, as AL.com's William Thornton reports, an Alabama case of alleged coordinate stealing has reached the U.S. Supreme Court. Timothy J. Smith, a software engineer who lives in Mobile, was convicted in 2020 and sentenced to 18 months in prison on charges that he stole trade secrets over the internet, but that conviction was later vacated. It was vacated after his lawyers argued that he had been convicted in a Florida court, but since he lived in Mobile, he had been tried in the wrong venue. Now, with prosecutors preparing to try him in Alabama, his lawyers are arguing that would violate his constitutional protection against double jeopardy. We'll see how the U.S. Supreme Court decides there. As for the crime he allegedly committed, Smith was accused of obtaining sonar coordinates of artificial reefs from the Pensacola-based strike lines. Strike lines would sell its information to anglers, but Smith is accused of stealing it and posting it on social media. He's also accused of trying to extort strike lines by offering to remove that information from social media if the company will provide him with more valuable offshore coordinates. Thank you all for listening. We'll be back here again tomorrow. Until then, come on by and see us anytime you want to on the internet at al.com. Mm-hmm.